So there is a tension that exists in Christianity. You see, in Ephesians 2, Paul will tell us that our salvation is through grace by faith and not the result of anything we have done. Yet in James 2, James will tell us that faith without works is dead. In other words, if we are saved by grace, where do works fit in? Yet, this isn't a New Testament problem. We actually find this all the way back in Exodus 31:13, which says, Tell the Israelites you must observe my Sabbaths, for it is a sign between me and you throughout your generations, so that you will know that I am Yahweh Mekodishkim. Yahweh Mekodishkim translates to Yahweh, the one who consecrates y'all. Now, I feel compelled to add in right here that this is not a name of God. That would be like saying that if I said, I'm Shelby, the one who made this video, and suddenly people said that was my entire name. Like, that would be ridiculous. I mean, how would I even fit that on a business card? Do people use business cards anymore? Am I just old now? Of course, if you would like to change your name so that it now ends with subscribe to Shelby's YouTube channel, you can do that easily by clicking the subscribe button down below. Now, instead, we should see this not as a name, but as something that describes what Yahweh does. It is Yahweh who consecrates the Israelites. Also, this is a participle, which if you remember from when I talked about Yahweh Roi, has the sense of a continuous action. Yahweh is the one who continually consecrates y'all. This presents a question. What does it mean to be consecrated? Well, the simplest idea is to set something apart for a specific religious purpose. Like a building, like a temple, can be consecrated. A person, like a priest, can be consecrated. And even a day, like the Sabbath, can be consecrated. Yet, what should stand out in this verse is not what Yahweh is doing, but who he is doing it to, the entire people of Israel. I point this out because Israel was originally supposed to be the people that would bring the rest of the nations back to God. They were going to be a kingdom of priests. This is why most of the passages where it talks about the future day of the Lord, it describes all the nations coming to Israel to join in worshiping Yahweh. And as Christians, we have been grafted into this promise. Peter shows this when in 1 Peter 1, he states how we have all become a consecrated priesthood. We are given this privilege not by something we have done, but by the one who consecrates us. But I want to go back to this verse in Exodus because this is the first time Yahweh uses this language to describe himself as the one who consecrates. Here we find that tension I mentioned before. Yahweh is the one who consecrates, yet there's an action. There's some kind of work that is required of the people. But notice what job the people are supposed to be doing since Yahweh is going to consecrate them. Keeping the Sabbath. Which, you should be wondering, well, how do you keep the Sabbath? Well, I think I heard it best recently on a podcast done by this guy named Marty Solomon. When describing what the Sabbath is, he said, We rest, we play, no work. God loves us. You see, the Sabbath is the ultimate reminder that Yahweh is our provider, defender, and caretaker. It forces us to set aside all the tasks and worries we feel like we need to be focusing on and trust that God's got it all under control. As humans, and especially as people living in a Western society, we want to do things ourselves. Like, we idolize those who pull themselves up by their bootstraps. 
Yet, the more we learn about Yahweh, the more we should see that that is a false idol. Yahweh over and over again through his name, his nature, and his actions weaves for us a story of how he is the one that will take care of us. We only need to trust that story. Yahweh was telling the Israelites that one of the reasons to keep the Sabbath was because he was the one who would consecrate them. It would be through resting that they would be set apart for God's purposes. This reminder that Yahweh Makadushkim shows up the most in Leviticus. And that shouldn't be a surprise because Leviticus is, all, Leviticus is all about the priesthood. There's all these rules and sanctions on how the people of Israel will consecrate the tabernacle and the equipment used in it and the, the priests who serve in it. Yet, after each of these rules, there is a reminder. Yahweh Makadushkin. Ultimately, it isn't these ceremonies and rituals that consecrate them. It is Yahweh. Today, we need to evaluate if we are trying to consecrate ourselves. Like, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to make sure that we have quiet times and Bible studies and prayer sessions and small groups and everything else we try to pursue in making ourselves better Christians by our own power. If only we do more, then we will be more like Christ as a mindset I know that I have had too often. Yet, it is impossible to live up to these expectations, and when I fail, I end up feeling guilty that I'm not good enough, I feel farther from God and not closer. If we can learn to trust the story, we will realize what it really meant when Jesus told us his yoke is light. Because we will stop trying to consecrate ourselves, and instead, through resting in Yahweh, we will recognize that he is the one who consecrates us.